Thank you, young people. Excellent. Uh, just presented the word. I hope that you got that. Jesus came that we might live. And that's, uh, that's uh, kind of surprising. Well, it's very surprising that God would come from glory to give himself that we, sinful men, might live. But that's what Christmas is. Christmas is a time of surprises. I mean, that's what you're hoping for. You're hoping that Christmas morning or Christmas Eve, whenever you open your presents, uh, the parents are hoping you might be surprised, and uh, the kids are hoping that what they give their mom and dad, that they might be surprised. Everybody wants to be surprised. And Christmas is a time like that because it began like that, a time of surprises. You know, some surprises are pleasant and happy and joyful, but during the Christmas season, originally they were not so uh, exciting or happy. I mean, it was surprise, and an angel appears to Mary, and she's afraid. It's like when your mom or dad or your brother jumps out of the closet and surprises you, and it scares you, and then you beat him up or whatever. Uh, because the surprise isn't that surprise. Here's the angel, and the angel says, uh, fear not, Mary. Fear not. And she's surprised by the angel. Then she's surprised by his message. You're going to have a baby. Surprise! Oh, Mary says, no. And she was troubled. That cannot be, because I am not married. It's not possible. Well, you are going to have it. She was surprised by the description of the baby, that he will be the son of God. And he will be a great ruler. And so that was a surprise. But Mary wasn't the only one that was surprised. Joseph was surprised. It was, surprise, Joseph. Mary is expecting a baby. That was not a good surprise for him. Because he knew he wasn't the father. And so that was a hurtful surprise for Joseph. And so uh, he says, uh, well, uh, okay, I will privately send her away so that she can have the baby someplace. But then she, he was surprised again by the angel that says, Joseph, don't be afraid to take Mary for your wife because the baby that she is carrying is from the Holy Spirit. Surprise, Joseph. Oh, man, that would be a confusing surprise for Joseph. And he will be a great king for Joseph. And so it's a surprise there for him. Mary and Joseph were surprised together. It was a surprise, Mary. You're not going to have your baby here in, in Nazareth with friends and, and with family members. And surprise, Joseph, you're not going to be here in Nazareth. You're going to take Mary to Bethlehem because of Caesar's census. Uh, surprise! Now, these were not very fun surprises. But, but uh, how, how can we get Mary there? She's, she's about to deliver. Surprise! Surprise, Mary and Joseph, when you get there, there is no hospital in Bethlehem. There's no doctor. There's no midwife. There's no home. There's no inn for you. The only place you're going to have to deliver that little baby is in a manger, in an in a animal stall. 
And so it was a surprise. Not very pleasant surprise. Surprise. Surprise, shepherds. In the middle of the night when they're trying to sleep. Surprise! And they were sore afraid. Because the angel appeared unto them. And the host of angels appear. And they, they say, they sing and they say, go find the Messiah. It was a surprise. And they had to say, fear not, because it was a fearful surprise. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. You go into Bethlehem and you'll find the Savior, Jesus Christ, as a babe, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. Surprise. Now, they were all surprised 33 years later when this baby has grown into a man and he is arrested and surprise, he is hanging on a cross. A terrible surprise. Yet, the surprise came uh, three days later after his crucifixion and when they went to the empty tomb, then the angel was there saying, surprise! Peter and John, because Jesus is not here. He is risen from the grave, as he said. What a surprise. What a surprise. But they shouldn't have been surprised because beginning of Scripture, the prophet said there's going to be a, a baby born that is going to die so that your sins might be forgiven. Isaiah 52, the prophet said, As many were astonished at thee, his visage, her, his picture, his countenance, his, uh, what he looked like was so marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men, because he would be beaten and he would be whipped and, and he would have uh, his beard plucked out and, and uh, he didn't even look human at that time. That's a terrible surprise. Isaiah 53, why? Because he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, by his death, we could be healed. Why did we need healing? Because all we like sheep had gone astray. We had turned everyone to his own way, but the Lord laid on him, Jesus, the iniquity, the sin of us all so that we might be able to come to him. That's a, that's a surprise. God in flesh would come and do that for us. There's going to be many surprised when Jesus comes back. And that's what I'm concerned about this morning. Now, there's going to be a joyful surprise for those that have asked Jesus to forgive them and save them. And there's going to be a terrible Surprise for those that said, I don't need Jesus. He is not real. There is no God. I don't need my sins forgiven because I'm a good person. That's going to be a terrible surprise for those that realize that they have missed out on heaven and they will spend eternity in hell. Now, Christmas is a time of surprises. And mostly good and pleasant for us. But my challenge this morning, even as the kids sung of it uh, just, just a song ago, my challenge is that you might not be surprised 
by the outcome of hell in your life. I don't want, you don't need to be, I'd like you to bow your heads, close your eyes, you don't need to be looking around. Do you know you're on your way to heaven? Or are you going to be surprised when the Lord comes back? Unpleasantly surprised. Do you know? We will be surprised with heaven because it's going to be far greater and more joyous than we can imagine. But I I just don't want you to be surprised that you have missed heaven because you've not placed your faith in what Jesus did on the cross. So while you've got your heads bowed and your eyes closed, have you asked Jesus to forgive you and save you? Have you thanked him for saving you? You can do that right where you're at. You don't need to come to the front, but you can pray and ask the Lord to forgive you and save you and change you. When you do, the Holy Spirit comes within you. You become a child of God, and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Maybe there would be some that would say, Pastor, that's me. I've never done that. And you'd say, I, I, I'm doing it this morning. And raise your hand a little bit, and I don't need to see it either. Lord, you know the hearts of each one here. Oh, please, might not any be surprised by your return because they've forgotten you at Christmas time. You came that we might live. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bless each one here this morning. Give them a great time through this holiday season. But might they not miss the true meaning of Christmas. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.